Hello friends, welcome to another episode of Fika. Today I wanted to talk to you guys about a recent road trip I went last weekend. So the premise of this trip was me randomly asking one of my friends over lunch if she was interested in a road trip north to Malaysia. And it was pleasantly surprising to hear that she was super on for it. Then from there, I asked our other friends if they were available as well. And fate was on our side as most of the people in our group chat were able to make it. So yes, it's official, our trip made it out of the Telegram group chat. Our planning process was a little intense though, as we were doing this so spontaneously, we had not booked our rental car nor our accommodations. If I'm not wrong, I think one of us also had not gotten their leave officially approved, and the trip was only 5 days away. Somehow, we managed to make it work, and kudos to my friends who did almost all of the planning and booking, as I was very busy at the time with Deepavali. To my friends who I road tripped with and are tuning in right now, this is my version of our holiday. Let's see if it matches your memory. Fast forward to Friday, all of us met up early in the AM at Woodlands train checkpoint and we made our way to the customs. Surprisingly, the checkpoint was empty and we got onto the bus within half an hour. Even better, crossing the border only took minutes as there was no traffic at all. We eventually made it to JB and met up with the car rental guy and I took the wheel. Driving in JB felt pretty ordinary to be honest. My only struggle was getting used to the turn signal switch as I'm very used to it being on the left side of the steering wheel instead of the right. So being in a Honda, I must have cleaned the windshield multiple times before finally getting around to it. We were hungry so we decided to make a quick stop for breakfast. My friend found this dim sum place on Google and the food was really good. I especially liked the xiaolong pao and the carrot cake. After that, I would say the road trip had officially begun when I drove us into the north-south highway. After driving for about an hour, we made a rest stop and from there two of my friends took turns to drive into KL. It was so nice to come back to KL, honestly. If you have heard, if you have heard my first episode, you'd know that KL is one of my favorite cities because all of my life ever since I was a child, I've had amazing memories there and it still holds true to this date. Anyway, I digress. So after making our way to KL, we decided to have lunch first at this amazing beef noodles shop before going to a super hipster looking place. So what's this hipster place you ask? Well, it's a bookstore. More accurately, an old cinema that's been repurposed into a bookstore. Even though we did not buy any books as originally planned, it was great fun exploring the place. The entire bookstore was designed like a maze which added to its charm. Once we were done, we walked over to Pataling Street where we had some nice mochi and sort of window shopped. Then we made our way to an alleyway that was basically a row of bars and a whole lot of Vietnam vibes to be honest. And because we were kind of wiped from all of the walking, we stopped over at one of the bars to have a drink. The cocktails were amazing by the way and yeah, the bar definitely passed the vibe check. After enjoying our drinks and the air conditioning for a bit, we made our way back to the car and drove to our apartment which was about 10 minutes away. After settling in, we decided to take a grab to Bukit Bintang to have Japanese fusion food at the Lot 10 Mall. My goodness, the meal was so good and it was at such a fancy looking place like we were all so underdressed. But anyway, we had fun, we had great conversation over dinner and time just passed so quickly. Suddenly it was like 10pm and we still had to take our mandatory touristy shot at the Twin Towers. I mean, that's the one thing you do when you go to KL. 
Getting a grab was so hard though. I think we waited for almost like 45 minutes before we managed to get one to pick us up. So we decided to walk around a bit to see if we could somehow beat the traffic and have a grab pick us up at a quieter street. I've been to Bukit Bintang before, but I don't think I remember hanging out over there at night. It has such a great, like, you know, it has New York Times Square vibes, to put it simply. The place was bustling and the city lights were bright. And I caught an amazingly interesting sight while we were there, actually. I saw some cars in the main junction with a couple of guys coming out, waving Palestinian flags. FYI, not the first time I saw the flags being raised in Malaysia, because when we were driving along the highway, I saw a truck decked with Palestinian flags as well. In Singapore, seeing such a sight is unthinkable, so to see these flags in person was a very, very profound experience. Somehow, after that, we found ourselves in a random night food street, and we did not manage to have any durians or dessert because the dinner was so good that I mean, it was so great that we were all so stuffed. I think by the time it was 11:30 p.m., we managed to get a grab, and we made our way to the twin towers where we only had like 10 minutes to take our pics before the towers were closed for the night. Mission accomplished, though. We managed to get our shots before the security guards uh, chased us out. Subsequently, we had a very exhausting grab ride back to our apartment, and we crashed for the night. Next morning, we got up, checked out of the apartment, and headed over to the Taman Paramount area, which is a rustic and charming cafe stretch. We had brunch there and bought some coffee and pastries before hitting the road. It was also at one of the cafes here where I bought this really weird orange espresso concoction, which is basically orange juice with coffee and milk. I honestly don't know how to describe it. I liked it, but I didn't like it at the same time. I don't know how to, how else to say. My, I guess my best analogy would be like meeting a guy who checks all of the boxes but has some red flags. I don't even know if that makes sense. I'm just spotting whatever's coming out the top of my head. Anyway, as my friends had driven a lot in KL while I was a passenger princess for the better half of the day before, I took it upon myself to drive us to Malacca. The drive to Malacca was really pleasant, and I managed to push my speed up to 160 kilometers per hour. I mean, that's honestly the fastest the Honda could go. And we reached Malacca within two hours. Malacca was a nice escape from the city, and she always has this nice laid-back atmosphere. We checked into our apartment, and after settling in, we went out to have some amazing Peranakan food before going to the Portuguese settlement area where the church and the graves were at. We had a nice short climb up the hill to see the old graves, and enjoyed a beautiful sunset view of the sea in the horizon ahead and the town below us. As it was a Saturday night, we had to make our way to Jonker Street, where the famous night market was, and we walked through the entire stretch and had some street food along the way. We had carrot cake and chendol while we were there, but to be honest, I think I've had better ones in Singapore. We did some shopping at a local store and I bought loads of stuff like local tea, coffees, kaya jam and coconut cookies from my family. After all that, we made our way back to the car where we drove off without paying the parking fare. It was a great laugh for us at the time, pulling a little scam like that. We were so tired though upon returning to the apartment, so we decided to just Netflix and chill by watching a Ted Bundy documentary and train to Busan. Yeah, Dakshu's father win. Also, it was my first time watching Train to Busan after 6 years since its release, and it was pretty good. I understand the hype now. The next day, we got up a little earlier to have local breakfast, which in Malacca was the chicken rice balls, which were so good. 
Then we stopped over at a nice cafe next door and bought coffee, as well as this pastry called Quingamon. I, I hope I pronounced that right. Also, my first time trying it, and oh my gosh, guys, it was so delicious. Like, all the food I've had in this trip was delicious, but how have I not tried this pastry before? And to hear that they have this in Singapore, like, how could I have not known? I mean, clearly, I have to rediscover my hometown. After that, we made our way southwards back towards JB. As we had some time on our hands, we made our way to the premium outlets, which is not really my scene as I don't really enjoy much shopping. And I didn't have anything to buy, really, but being a great friend as I am, I accommodated and went along with it. In the end, I just took it as a workout. I was just walking around, clocking steps. I did eventually spend money though, <laughs> but I needed the Lycra for, for windsurfing. I mean, I was serious in my previous two episodes. I did sign up for a class and it's coming up in a couple of days' time. After that, we made our way back to JB City, pumped the petrol and returned the car. From then on, my friends stayed on, but I decided to come back earlier to Singapore as I had relatives over for dinner. I'd say I was pretty lucky that evening as I cleared the immigration and crossed the border within 30 minutes, which is extremely fast considering that it was a Sunday. And of course, it was a big bonus to stay near the checkpoint in the first place. I got home within like an hour. All in all, it was a really memorable and enjoyable trip. Our travel styles complemented one another and we never had any disagreements. I think I'll be up for another road trip with these guys again. <laughs> the only issue we faced was our car. When I, was driving up, when I was driving us up to KL, we passed by this truck and somehow a rock fell onto the car's windshield and it cracked really badly. Like the crack was growing as we continued our trip. I'm honestly not sure how much we have to top up for its replacement, but hopefully the insurance covers it 100%. Guess we'll see in time. So that's it for my 3-day, 2-night trip to Malaysia. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed retelling it. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye!